everybody. It's Mono E Mamo tonight. Mono just e us. That's, that's, yeah. how we, that's what we call it. So it's when it's just. <laughs> we've never called it that never, before. Never single time before. All right. This is <laughs> the burial. We're returning to Amazon Prime for the burial yeah. because I, and I didn't really think about it because this is one of those ones that's kind of filling in the slots between bigger movies. And uh, I was looking at the roster of the most recent Amazon Prime movies, and it was uh, Cassandro. We did Red, White, and Royal Blue. Uh, so, like, <laughs> a, a theme here, because I'll, I'll, I'll point out the theme when we get to the, the critical scores. But uh, did you know anything about uh, the burial going in? Yeah, no, not a thing, which I think is probably a good... It, it's a good thing. You shouldn't know about it when you... How about I, you? I, I, I had not heard. I had, didn't think I had heard about it because we were just, you know, looking for the in-between episode between bigger things. And, yeah. and uh, it was like, oh, this, I, we fell for the trap again. Oh, it's streaming. High, high score. Oh, surely <laughs> it's going to be fine. Uh, and then I look at the cover and I'm like, oh, I have seen not this, but I, I have seen trailers or, or ads for this. It's Jamie Foxx and, and, uh, and what's Tommy Lee Jones and Tommy Lee Jones. I can't. What can I think of Tommy yeah. Lee Jones? Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones, and they're like the cross-armed opposites on on a big flashy <laughs> plain background, and it just says, and it just says the burial. And I assumed, I assumed incorrectly that that was just like some new sitcom they were pushing because that's what it looks like. It looks like oh, j- they're going to be opposing lawyers, and it's like odd couple, and it's going to be like a. It's like gonna be a comedy on like a big network or something, but nope, it's a it's a, a it's a courtroom <laughs> drama film, two hours based on a real right. thing apparently. Right, this is what it's based on actually. William yeah. E. Gary, an unconventional lawyer, helps Jeremiah Joseph O'Keefe, a funeral home owner with financial troubles, save his family business from a corporate behemoth. This is a ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-three with the audience, seven-one IMDb. And uh, yeah, I gave my whole little thing there. Uh, I, again, thought it was <laughs> thought it was. Th- that's what it looks like, doesn't that? What isn't that what it looks like when you look at scroll through Amazon? It looks like yeah, it looks like somebody had twelve minutes to put together a promo for this. It looks very yeah, like cheap, like a throw yeah, up on it, a billboard. Like right, it could be Pretty Woman, as far as I know. Like it, it tells you, know, you nothing long... about what it's gonna be at all. Right, like, right. <laughs> I don't know how it could. I mean, I guess they could have put a funeral home in the background, but yeah. I, I guess we'll I guess we'll get into it now because if you haven't yeah. seen the burial, it's on Amazon Prime, and uh, we're going to go into spoilers now. So I, I give you the the basic feel. It's in it's a based on a true story. Nineteen nineties. This happens. Nineteen ninety five. We start with uh, Joseph O'Keefe and uh, Jeremiah Joseph O'Keefe, and uh, that's Tommy Lee, and he's going to sell uh, his business, his uh, Mississippi State Insurance uh, business, uh, because he's got uh, he's got uh, financial problems, and he's going to sell to Raymond Lowen of the Lowen Group. He's got a contract that they're going to, uh, it's an oral agreement, handshake contract, and uh, we fast forward to some time not too far in the dis- in the future, a couple months down the line, and uh, they're stalling the Lowen Group. They are taking a long time, and it's a business tactic because the land will be get devalued, uh, and and Tommy Lee Jones will run into more financial troubles, and he will be forced to sell at an even lower uh, lower tactic. It's it's a dirty business tactic, is what it is. Yeah. And uh, and what he's going to he's trying to try to sue. He's going to try to sue and get recoup damages. And uh, he's got his typical lawyer, 
uh, Connor from uh, Succession, who if uh, if you are in the Deep South, you do not want Connor from Succession being your lawyer because uh, your jury of peers are not going to look at Connor from Succession as a uh, as a person no. that they like. So or instead or Cameron or Cameron, he was Cameron in the uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So I call him. Cameron. Yeah, I also mean, don't want just, him. But like nowadays, like you don't, I, I don't look at him now and be like, oh, like he, he forty years ago, he looks like a very different man at this point. So yeah, he does. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he's got to call in outside help. He's got to call in outside help. He calls in Willie E. Gary, who's like an ambulance chaser kind of guy. Like he's mm-hmm. a he's a flashy like, oh, you got a back and neck problems? You call Willie. Willie will get you out of the out of this problem. And he has all this, and he gets all showboaty in court. That's a shtick. And so he's going to get him because he he's going to appeal to the predominantly black Jerry Moore has a team of black lawyers. And then on the other side, you have uh, Journey Smollett's character. Mame Downs representing uh, the the Lowen group, and she has her own team of of uh, like the finest black lawyers in the country, and so they're right. all gonna go. They're all gonna come down for this this case involving little old Tommy Lee Jones wanting to get his little his insurance money business thing, but he's also stubborn. He's got his, his wife, and it's not about just the money. It's that he's wronged me. You know, it's it's courtroom drama with that kind of stuff in it. And uh, that's—I think that's enough. I think that's enough. Uh, okay, what did you think of the burial? Well, think about like watching a movie that is about a breach of contract, because that's really what this is. Like, that's the nuts and bolts of it. If you look from a substance point point of view, but um, but it is—you know—it is about Jamie Foxx's character. Willie just uh, being the biggest preacher slash salesman slash attorney um, that you can imagine. Uh, there's he's really good at it. I think I think he's very convincing as this character. Um, the point of reference they use is Johnny Cochran from um, the O.J. Simpson case because that was going on at sort of at the same time i think that this time frame this this piece was happening um so it was it's like kind concurrent, of yeah pretty close yeah it, interesting but i mean everybody in the world or everybody in the united states knew johnny cochran's name at the time and that he he also was he i don't think he was an ambulance chaser per se but he was definitely a you know personality uh, a personality yeah more obviously like kind of a you know flamboyant in a preachy sense kind of way. So um, this is a, I didn't, I've never heard of this case, but I, afterwards I was reading up a little more and this guy took on big dudes. Like they, he took on what this Willie got, uh, Willie character took on Anheuser-Busch and the Walt Disney company and won yep. both times. So um, he's, he's a substance, you know, he's a substantive person. Um and he's used to getting, we find out, you know, we know in the beginning that he's used to getting all of this money. And really at the beginning, Tommy Lee Jones character just really wants what he thinks he deserves out of what, you know, what the contract is for, what he thinks he deserves out of this. Um, and he, even though it's, you know, you said that it's because he doesn't, because he doesn't want the 
the big guy to get away with it. That's part of it, too. But he also kept saying, you know, I need to leave something to my kids. And then you find out at some point he's got like, what do you say? 13 oh, yeah. He has a kids? legion of children. He has like 13 yeah. kids. And like, I, I looked it up after. He has like 50 grand great grandkids or something like he has. Yeah. He has a town uh, that, he, right. that he has sired. Yeah. Right. And I'm thinking there's because in the beginning, I was like, you know, he has a whole he ha, not only does he have this funeral insurance business, but he has he owns uh, funeral homes in like most of the funeral homes in southern Mississippi. And I'm trying to figure out, like, if you have that kind of, you know, cachet and, you know, everybody dies. So you got to go somewhere. Um why is he so financially strapped? And then I'm like, well, 13 kids. That'll do too. <laughs> 13 um, kids. That's a lot of, that's a the, lot of downstream effect. I mean, this is, yeah. again, this is a, a while ago. This is not now. I can't imagine you do 13 kids now, but this is 13 kids in. It's still only 30 years ago. It's not, I mean, and I didn't years know ago, but also had... Tommy, Lee, Tommy Lee Jones is an old man in this. So like his kids are not okay, kids. True. kids. His, he's right. he's raising these children in the 60s and 70s. Probably, like, yeah, because he more, was a World a little, War II veteran. So, there yeah. You go. That's, so we, it's, we're back yeah. on track now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess so. But still, even then, well, and maybe in Mississippi, that was, maybe you did have that many kids. I don't know. Well, that, he's he's like, a big cheese. He owns a bunch of stuff. I mean, he owns I things. guess he does. But, you know, I don't, yeah. Um, so I didn't have any expectations going into this, but interesting story really glad that they didn't i mean you have to do courtroom stuff because it's a courtroom drama but if we had to rely on going through all of whatever the contract dispute was i would have like you know ripped my eyes out it was just basically the good meat parts of it where you know they're playing to the jury and and you know where certain things happen that maybe are unexpected um so I mean, I like this. I it was for what it for what it was worth, and it's an interesting story that it's you know, autobi or biographical, semi biographical. Um, yeah, it was two hours. Eh, you know, every movie's two hours or more. So, um, I'm I'm okay with this so far. Yeah, it's all right. It's fine. I don't. <laughs> well, what do I? These freaking these Prime movies—they lie. Ninety-two, ninety-one percent. Yeah, it's a fine three-star movie, but like, it—it kind of does actually match its its uh its banner cover, or in that it is a little <laughs> made for TVE. And we had we said we said the same thing about Cassandra. We said the same thing about the red, white, and blue thing. I said the same thing years ago about uh, Uncle Frank, like. I, mm-hmm. I I don't I don't really see a, a thumbprint so much on streaming movies for the most part. Like if it comes out on Hulu versus a, a Netflix versus a, a small indie movie that came out and then it just gets picked up. Like the, I usually don't see a fingerprint difference. The Prime movies have a fingerprint of like not being a real movie on them. There's something about them that is extremely always down the middle like resemble like like they like they've been writing movies with ai for a while or something and hasn't haven't told anybody or like <laughs> I, I don't know there's something so samey safe about this comparison well yeah there's things. no yeah i agree with that i agree with the, that there's no like you don't have a seminal moment where things go awry or whatever things always you always know there's going to be a little bit of a bump in the road but it's never like a mountain it's always a bump in the road, and then you're back to, you know, what you expected to happen. So I see what you're saying. 
It's un- every everything is a thing from another thing in a in a in such a plug and play way in a shockingly plug and play way. Like you have to have Alan Ruck and Jamie Fox have their conflict over who's the main lawyer, and then in the courtroom, like that's and forty five minutes of the conflict is Alan Ruck's grand uh, grandfather was Ku Klux Klan member. And uh, and what are other background things? Uh, Tommy Lee Jones ha- did a dealing with a guy, and he's a felon, but he was a, right. wasn't a felon at the time. So it's like a, a twisting of the words. Like the courtroom drama y stuff is just like it's just like whatever. It's just like whatever any other courtroom drama would be. Like I don't find these particular evidence pulls. There's no shots that I'm like that's the shot. No music that's like I'm coming along. The characters are like like I've seen. The, the the Johnny Cochran movie version before. That's fu- I mean, it's nice. I've seen the Tommy Lee Jones, oh, shucks, farmer, I, I'm standing up for what's right in my family. <laughs> this is, that's every Tommy Lee Jones character. So, uh, and nothing's bad. But what are we do? But like, what are we doing? Like, like what is it? What is like, are we gonna, are we gonna try to leave an imprint on anybody here? Or like... It's it's a it's a mediumly pleasant time, I guess. Like there are some I did I did note the standout moments. If we want to start getting to to parts okay. where I'm like, okay, that was something. Okay. And my I think my biggest takeaway was that in in at least this movie's uh, estimation, and I don't know if this is true about the broader black community. Uh, Johnny Crockard greater sign Thurgood Marshall question mark is what I wrote because at one point, <laughs> <laughs> at one point, Jay, yes. Uh, it's Jamie Foxx and I think Tommy Lee Jones going and he's like, this is going to be a big case. You could be like one of the greats. And he lists off some of the great black lawyers. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And he's a third good marshal. He says, oh, that's pretty good. But I don't know. He's like, but yeah. Johnny Cochran. And he's like, oh, but Johnny Cochran. That's the, I'm like, right. Johnny exactly. Cochran greater than Thurgood. I was confused. I was like, but Thurgood Marshall is the first Supreme Court. I'm like, maybe that's just because that's like white people shit. Like, I don't care about that. Like, <laughs> I care. Johnny Cochran's like the black lawyer. Maybe is that, is that, is, have I learned here? Uh, well, no. Okay. So, but you or have to I think wrong? about <laughs> Did I go the wrong well, direction? <laughs> the thing. You're correct in you're saying what actually happened in the movie. That's absolutely correct that that happened okay, in good. the movie. Okay, good. At least I that, understood what happened. That Jamie, that. yeah, Jamie Foxx's character, Willie, is like, oh, but, yeah, Thurgood Marshall, he seems all right. He's but like, he's also, pretty good, what? but, like, you know, yeah. not, not a generational talent like like Johnny Cochran. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, if this is happening, though, concurrently with, you know, the O.J. Simpson case or right around the same time. Yeah. I mean, again, again, he was like a huge personality. And that is so uh, attractive to a character like Willie. I mean, that's that's True. the thing. I'm you know, you go you go to school and Thurgood Marshall might be your hero. But all of a sudden you got this guy who is just like, first of all, he's, you know, the taking a man who clearly did something and getting him exonerated from it. That's what Willie does on a daily basis. Like that, he, that's, that's his job. So that's going to be his, you know, somebody that he holds in highest esteem. And, you know, you put that in there for a reason because it does get that reaction from the audience is like, you're hoping, first of all, that the audience knows who Thurgood Marshall is and that they also know who Johnny Cochran is. So I'm just going to say most know. people do what because I think the target audience for this is old, is going to be older because like. Oh, but the, yeah, it's going to skew older. Be, 
Because on, because on, yeah, because the old, because yeah, Timothy Jones, but like even the young cool guy is Jamie Foxx. So that's like exactly. the young cool guy from twenty years ago. So you know, these are, are like I, I'm the youngest person watching this movie, probably. So you know, that's yeah, that's and it's a show about you know uh, about mortuaries. So. Exactly. Yeah, it's all about. This is all about death. It's all it, like it's a courtroom drama, but in the right. background, it's all about like coffin sales and and bullshit. Like it's it's right. It's it's whatever. And that that is like what's that's like the final poll is when you bring in um the church. So did, did you? you I'm assuming oh, you didn't yeah, know anything about the real life case, but did you assume no. this would go? Did you assume this was going to go the way of most? things that are televised were like we wouldn't be making a movie if if the good guys don't win right like yeah well yeah i agree the interesting part of this though is afterwards i'm looking you know i always not always but i generally look up a bunch of stuff just to see what the deal is especially if it's based on a true story um and this movie was tossed around a lot between a lot of people and um finally landed in this director's lap because of covid and uh, a project that she was going to do got put off or canceled or whatever. And this is now the project that she had that she picked up. And there were other people. I mean, this was people were interested in this movie, which I find really I find interesting because it's not a very compelling. It would be hard to tell the story in a more compelling way than they did. Do you agree with that? Oh, I see. Alexander Payne was originally attached to direct. Yes. Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. This, that's like I had no idea. I mean, I. I no, I, yes, I, I. It's a little surprising that it bounced around, but maybe like think about recently. Like we had Trial of the Chicago Seven not too long ago. Uh, what other ones we had a? But that's a Trial of Ch- Chicago Seven. That's a known story. Like everybody knows, not everybody, but that's a well-known story. This is a story. If you're if you polled a hundred people in Mississippi, they probably okay, don't know this story. I'll, I'll fix it. Uh, Dark Waters with Mark Ruffalo from a couple years ago. Okay. Which I yeah. thought was great. I like that. See, that's a good action. That also has Bill Camp, by the way. And Bill Camp plays actually yeah. the, uh, he's the podunk in he's that the movie. He's the bad guy. Not the, not, no, in that movie, he's the podunk, not the bad guy. In this no, movie, but I'm just saying he's the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. Oh, right. I didn't say, yeah. But Bill Camp's the bad guy in this, which he, he's the best character in the movie. He's the best performance in the movie, in my opinion. But, um, uh, yeah, the, no, what was I saying? Uh, Dark Waters. Yeah, this is like that. But, but bad. Not, I mean, not bad, is... bad, but like bland. I mean, the, it's dark, like Dark Waters is like, really well shot and like the i still think about the score in that when they're like going into it's it's so dark waters is like a is like a a movie <laughs> this is like a i'm TV, not sure a that TV this thing. is a compelling enough subject matter for matter matter for it to be any better than it was honestly um, i don't think so but they tried they tried I, I they tried with the well, race relations and the and the big guy screwing the little guy and you know they they, they yeah but i feel like it. those are I feel like those are kind of sure, but they're not really, they're kind of misses because you're still, you know, the biggest, the biggest part of this movie is, is David versus Goliath. And that's just, and everything else sort of is overshadowed, uh, because of that. I, I love that the, the, the linchpin of this is the fact that, you know, he tried to screw over the Baptist church and then that was the whole, you know, it was one file in a box. I don't know if that's the real case, but it was one file in a box that changed everything. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I just I didn't look into the full details of the like in the real life. They gave some things afterwards. They had like oh, the hundred and fifty million instead of the five hundred million is what they got. And right. Like you know, there's a couple of details, but like seventy five. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a movie. They got to. They got to. They got to. You know, tighten things up. Well, they, they did get. They actually got the five hundred 
million. But then, you know, the uh, the Canadian guy was like, they, you know, they they were like, no, we're we're appealing, and so they appealed it, and then I guess they all set they settled. Well, yeah, so I because think they said that in like something. the little in the little ending. Yeah. like, and the loan. I mean, it it did like bankrupt them. Like the loan group went out of business right. like, a couple years later. So like, it's not like right. like they're not going on. Like they got they got their comeuppance. They are gone. And yeah. I did think about it though. I did think about it like. We do have to trust the movie's point of view and, like, the story we're being told because, in the end of the day, it is just two business guys. Like, you know, Tommy Lee Jones is not, like, a poor – he's framed as the poor downtrodden man and, and, and Gary is, you know – but they, these are all super hyper wealthy guys on both on all right. sides. The lawyers, the right. main guy. Like I know it's the downtrodden community. Low the low end group screwed people over. But like we do have to like just take the movie's word and the court's word that like yeah the low end group was the bad guys and and Tommy Lee Jones is, uh, his practices were all fine and and Gary has never done any weird stuff with his with his practices <laughs> either. And, like I don't know the history, but like it, I did watching this. I'm like there doesn't feel like an authoritative like right and wrong like the only right and wrong is because the movie is telling me i just i i i believe you movie but like i just i don't know the real story it just it, it seems like one guy's business just destroyed another guy's business because right. the other guy like fucked up a couple times but like i don't know if i like i i oh. i understand like we get the whole third act where like he's uh he's the lowen group is they bought the church out and they're forcing the salespeople. but like we have to I don't know. It's 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 presenting in court. We have to believe what's I mean, presented to us. That part of the movie is actually almost a better storyline for another movie. Like that whole piece with the church seems more compelling so to me. For, you, yeah, you to follow watch. you follow a, a family of a black family of four. They're going to church, and one day right. their pastor, who they've been trusted for so long, he says, "We have a right. new uh, co-pastor today from out of town," and he comes on, and he's a big, he's smiling, he's an older guy. He's like, I, "I'm just here to to help you folks out," and 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 he right. brings in his his team of salespeople. Like, I oh, that's I, I'm already much more jazzed about that movie than this one. <laughs> that sounds much more. Yeah, I think slowly so. they take over the church and they start doing. Right. it becomes a whole pyramid schemey thing. Well, I think that's true because I think here that, you know, you're, first of all, you're the, because there's no real, I don't know, character development for anybody. I mean, they try to make Jamie Foxx's character, Willie, I don't know, a little bit, but I don't think so. I think he is just Johnny Cochran. You know, he just is that guy. But I, I feel like I would watch that other movie more than this. I'm not clear why this is the film that we're, you know that they decided to give us. Yeah. This is I guess, drama. well, I mean, I mean, wasn't there a book? I think there was a book written, and that's article. why this is... I, did, I found oh, an article. Art, yeah, sorry, yeah. an article, yeah. And New that's Yorker what, article, and this feels like a movie based on an article, like so do so, <laughs> like, so many of those kind of things. I think Dark Water is also the right. same thing. Like, um, right. Well, we didn't talk about one of the main characters in here, though, and that's this young lawyer that... Um, oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a he like the thing is is like that's the thing about this movie that nothing actually uh captures you 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 are kind of just like uh wading through this movie. You're like you're like in a wave pool like oh no 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 and nothing nothing sticks with you as being more important than something else, you know what I mean? Um 
and unless it's that other story that we keep talking about that wasn't being told and has been told with this movie. That goes back to but my yeah. whole like Amazon Prime their fingerprint is this weird fingerprint of not a real movie like looks and presents like a movie but isn't a movie. Like it's it's a very like it's uncanny it's an uncanny valley for movies. Like there's there's something like no. so genetic there's you know something what it so is? aggressive what? It's the encyclopedia article of a movie. Yeah. Like, this is, here's some interesting facts. <laughs> here's some stuff to talk about. But we're not going to take you on an actual journey. Like, you're not going to go on a journey with this story. Like, you're just going to find, you're just going to learn some stuff. It, yeah, it just, it, there's no... It doesn't feel like it was made by human beings. There, like, I don't know how else to like. If it, like, the, I see the humans on screen, but I think behind the camera, there's like no people behind it, and it's just like I, AI put plugging all like <laughs> they're moving the cameras, they're doing the lighting, a button goes off. No, no, and no. Tom wait Lee a Jones minute, says, though. That's good. I'm gonna go there back was, to my trailer now. There was a cool shot. There was a shot where um, they were out at. I think it was they went to. Um, Willie's grandma's house or Willie's mom's house because Willie always go to his mom's house on Saturday because that's important. Oh, yeah. um, and he's then the Tommy of, Jones he's goes the sixth there. of eleven or whatever they bond over their enormous families. But the the shot is they're out in this uh, field. I don't know if it's supposed to be sugarcane. It doesn't look like sugarcane. But uh, Jamie Fox is telling a story about when he was six years old out cutting sugarcane and there's a train that goes by and they're on this road and that's a lovely shot hmm. that's a lovely shot well that's that's i bet it was i mean i do i remember i remember that scene <laughs> but like the the uh the shot did not stick with me as as it did for you but uh... i think i think though i think that was nice i enjoyed the early to mid 90s um music because big salt and pepper fan so why wouldn't i like that um it gave me shades of what was the movie that was out last year where we we reviewed it they were they were um the preacher and his wife and oh my gosh was it regina king was in it oh oh yeah uh yeah 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 stop stop honk for jesus save your soul yeah yeah, it, there were shades of that just because of the house like that Willie lived in and all that kind of stuff. I felt like, you know, I felt he was half preacher, half, yeah, half lawyer. It, his, like it's it's the southern it's the southern talking in a big room like with a suit on. Like you're just like that all is yeah. one guy. Like it's this one guy who goes in the south <laughs> and he goes in a room and he's like, I'll tell you what's going on about things. And there are people are like, yeah, that's what's happening. And that's messed up. Yeah. And this is what we should do. And that's what God believes. And you know, that's just what you do. You know, you go into a room with a suit on and you, you, you <laughs> say the, you, 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 you tell the truth. You say what's going on. I did like his, I like the little entourage that Willie had. I like the guy that was with him most of the time, but then left him at some point because of, I mean, maybe that was supposed to be the turning point. I did point forget about that, that. You know, I, I want, I was going to, without like we, we get an, a good array of like oh it's that guy uh, of like the of the character actors of like the the rotating black guys yeah. basically in in the the lawyer stable but i'm like right like, you get this- the guys in the scene well and also we i mean we started to talk about this young lawyer guy but he just he's he's the one who discovered the baptist church thing going on so he was really important to the plot and important to getting willie there 
but that's about it. He just didn't really, he didn't land for me and he didn't drive very much. Journey Smollett was not good in this. Everybody else yeah, I was perfectly fine with. She was not good in this. She's distractingly bad, actually. She's, she, yeah. She, ad, she is part of what adds that sheen of fake movie to it. I'm like, if this were a real, yeah. part, like if this were, uh, sw- switch it to Regi- uh, Regina King from uh, Honk for Jesus. Like, that's fine. Right. Right. That would have been better. Yeah. It would have oh, been she- better, I think. Yeah, I was, I was not, and that was one of the the, the uh, liberties that the woman who the director took because she likes to have strong women in her movies, and so this was in real life that was a man that was not a woman who uh, was you know the main trial lawyer it's, for them. It's a strange choice so. for a director then, if we're gonna have a a director whose tendencies don't. I mean, this is a case of all men. I don't know why we would. You'd think you would yeah. have people go with their strengths. Why you would throw I, that in? Yeah. Why did? Why would she want to direct this movie? I mean, she did fine. It's it was a fine three star. I guess we're at the end here. Do we recommend this? Do we recommend the burial? Is it worth it, Mama K? Yeah, I already recommended it to a couple people. I'm like, look, if you're what? looking for something to kind of, why not? Because people just want to have something on in the background. This is an on in the background movie. I just have to think back though. Like the thing is, like I, I'm I'm not going to recommend this more less on like. Uh, not enjoyment, more on principle, because I'm thinking back to those other Amazon Prime movies <laughs> that had the same exact thing. You're like all done Amazon Prime. And I don't think, and I, th- but I don't think I recommended those. Like I don't think I recommended Cassandra. But if you no. made me watch this or Cassandra again, I'd watch Cassandra way before this. Uh, Red, white, and blue, probably this uh, over that. That was pretty bad. That was really uh, bad. Like, that I, was a Hallmark movie. But the but they they all those three movies I've just said and we'll. Maybe we'll test a couple more out in the future. Just if we have to, if we have to do another fill-in episode like this. But like, um, I, I'd be curious if the other streaming movies start to feel like this. I haven't noticed. Like, I've noticed like there's a variety of a variety in quality, but there is something like I distinctly Amazon Prime about these. I don't know what it is, and I don't. I don't <laughs> well, you might. Have I don't to get like your, it. Net, your Netflix back on again so that you can, you know, maybe. Check yeah, it. I, I, I don't know. What do you feel that? about this? This versus like an Apple TV movie. Apple TV has been getting better. I don't know. Like I, I, know. I, 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 I cut, and everyone's been saying that, and I, I've, I've a little bit believed it. Uh, the thing is, Apple TV, like they had Coda, like that's that's huge, but like, yeah, t- they also have some like, TV things that like I'm not gonna watch that. I watched Severance because Jess told me to, and honestly, that show's great, so it, it was worth it. But um, <laughs> I would, I would want to talk about Severance. Did you watch Severance? No. It's, I, I would want you to watch it so I could talk to Jess about it and have someone on my side to like on certain parts because sometimes what if I talk I'm to not Jess on your side. Are, it's not about being on my side. It's just understanding where I'm coming from because because oh, even when okay. she's not on my side, I just she doesn't always understand where I'm coming from. You at least understand where I'm coming from, even if you're not on my side. That's probably true. And also, um, you know, Jess is pretty unflappable. She's she has Jess. Jess is Jess. Jess is not. <laughs> Jess is Jess. Yes. She she suffers no she suffers nothing she suffers no, anything that isn't right. just she does not right. she, she doesn't have time for it so no. and that's uh, the whole point of you know you're on a podcast and you're discussing things there's you know you have to be open to what is happening so that's you know <laughs> part of it just brings the the secret sauce I only say this because she's never going to listen to this ever in the history of ever <laughs> uh, one recommend <laughs> one recommend and one not recommend for the burial the burial recommend as background. Books. 
Yeah, it's recommended background. Okay, because it's a good story. I, I like the story. I like the story. But I've done that too recently. I did a back. I did a background recommend. But like, uh, when I do a background recommend, it, the I have to. And this is my difference. I have to feel like the heart is in the right place. When I feel like it's be, it's just here because it's a cynical business reason. Then if I'm on the fence, I will not give it a pass. If I can feel mm. the care, if I can feel the te- the effort, the the attempts, yeah. that this came from okay. an artistic place and not a commerce place. Because the truth is, like, I understand movies are a business, but it's also an art form. Like, everything's a business. Yeah. If you want to do business, go into yeah, the other 99%. Then go, exactly. then, do the, then do anything else. Then don't do art. Because art should be saved. It's the special place for cool things. Business is everywhere else. Everywhere else. But but art well, is cool. So But Johnny Cochran cool. over Thurgood Thurgood Marsh Thurgood Marshall, and that's the problem. Yeah. That's not a prop that's I feel like That's a problem. I don't have time to uh, <laughs> We can't unpack up, that. We've got <laughs> I don't have no, I don't have time and I don't I no we don't have time for that. Coming yeah. up, we have uh, I think <laughs> I think we're gonna do five nights at Freddy's. Uh, I know that oh my God. recently, so we're going to talk about that. I don't really want to, but that's big, so we probably should, right? And yeah. then, um, oh, there was another. There's actually there's actual Oscar stuff coming soon. I just don't have the names. Well, you're going to do Scylla, right? Oh yeah, Priscilla's coming. Priscilla, yep, Scylla's uh, co- coming. Yeah. I don't think we've done a Sofia Coppola movie yet. I wonder how that's going to go over. I don't. I don't know if that's a, a Jess Nicole vibe, but we'll see. All right. She's kind of a I'm sleepy down. director. She kind of puts people to sleep. <laughs> oh my god! Make them watch Lost in Translation, dude. That's her most exciting <laughs> movie, and it's Storefest. And I love it. I, 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 I love like it that so movie. Much. It's boring though. It's it is slow. It as is hell. boring, but it's great. It's her oh, best movie okay. is The Beguiled. Have you seen that? I think it, mm, that's the one where I'm like, oh, so. there's narrative force behind this. Like I've never seen Sofia Coppola write something with narrative drive. It was crazy. It was awesome, but. <laughs> Well, well Priscilla, we got it coming. Yeah, Pris- no, Priscilla's <laughs> gonna be a ma- um, Priscilla's gonna be um, blonde. That's my prediction. Priscilla's gonna be oh no, Priscilla's gonna be good. Priscilla's gonna be good oh. blonde. Priscilla's gonna be like uh, like blonde if or made with some taste. Um, okay, well, I'm gonna need films that, with the women. In my- <laughs> films with the women in my life on Facebook is where you can reach out to me and the show. I am Brennan underscore Podhost on Instagram, and you can email the show films with the women at gmail YouTube as well. Just search the show's title, Films with the Women. I'll figure out a better way to say that. All right. Thanks, Wally K, for being <laughs> on for The Burial. You got it, dude. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.